Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Bounce into the corner for Stroud. Jared. Oh! In the middle. A header ends up in the back. And City's up 3 nothing. It is 7.46. Time to check in with Tom Ackerman at the Newbold BMW Toyota Sports Desk. Good morning, Tom. Hey, morning, Scott. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm a little bummed about the game last night. Not that they won, of course, but I was there. I had tickets, and I sheltered in place in a parking garage. Then I was one of those people standing in the rain who couldn't get into the stadium. We finally had to give up. Uh, I was hoping the game might be canceled so I could use the tickets, but... You know, Mother Nature and all. So uh, tell us about the game. Oh, listen, so you're a little bummed out about a situation that I actually experienced the exact same thing. Oh, really? So, okay. so let me let me take you through. No, my experience was a lot more positive. I'll take you through mine. <laughs> all right. So yesterday, about 6 o'clock, I arrived at City Park. Um, I have a media credential, but my purpose was to I, – I bought tickets for my friend Andrew Price. He has cerebral palsy. Uh, his dad, Dave, uh, and their neighbor, uh, the three of them came down. I wanted to have him experience uh, one of these games. So I bought tickets for them, but here's the challenge. Obviously, we've got ourselves a storm. So I went uh, to uh, reach them on the phone, and they were already on 40 past Forest Park. So I'm not going to have them turn around back into the storm. So I said, here's what we're going to do. You're going to pull up to the stadium. I'm going to jump in your car. Uh, we're going to go to a parking garage that I had access to. And we waited it out in the parking garage. We waited there for probably an hour. And then once now I had received instruction because I was outside the stadium. I did hear uh, stadium security say that nobody is allowed in the stadium unless you had a premium ticket or to the ultra club. Those are the two indoor areas where you can shelter the, the stadium is a storm ready facility mm-hmm. designated by the national weather service. So it is a safe place. So you, there are places where you could storm uh, shelter in place there. So they were allowing you if you had tickets to those areas, otherwise you needed to find a place to shelter. That is the MLS league-wide policy and city was going to adhere to that and they were not going to allow anyone to move off of that until the lightning was gone it wasn't just the tornado warning but lightning also oh, puts yeah. them in that situation yeah. so i'm waiting for andrew and his father uh to arrive they pull up 
in their car. I jump in the car. We go to the nearest garage. We waited it out for about an hour. Once the lightning appeared to have subsided somewhat and the rain had started to let up, it looked like people were starting to assemble outside the gates. So I, we made the decision, let's walk across the street and let's get in line. Let's get inside. Let's get everybody inside. Well, they did not open the gates. And because of that weather delay, they weren't allowed to open the gates. I find that understandable in, in this, that you can't open the gates in that point. You're going to have everybody's going to try to flood in there. And then you're not going by the policy you just had. I mean, you can't have a bunch of people crammed together and not sheltering in place as you've <laughs> said you were going to do as a major league soccer entity. So we did stand safely um, underneath some shelter outside the state. So we were actually underneath the northeast gate. There was some shelter there where we were able to stay dry. And of course, with Andrew and his situation, we want to make sure that he stayed dry. We decided to stay there instead of going back to the garage because we're just going to get soaked. Yeah. So we, we stayed under there. We waited and uh, I did get word. I also did a couple of reports with Maria Kina. I thought it was a good vantage point safely to be able to talk about what I saw. But once they opened the gates at nine o'clock, we got in, we got to our seats. I got myself some Balkan treat box and a civil life Brown. Uh, I was in a very good place. And then the, and then city decided to score five goals. So yeah. I, you know, I had a, a better experience than you did. I did wait it out. I yeah. did for the most part, stay dry. And I do appreciate city for allowing my friend to have an unbelievable experience. Yeah. I'm glad that he did. Yeah, I remember just standing out there looking at the people that were inside drinking beer while I'm standing there in the rain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I was kind of hoping, you know, maybe I should have brought some beers and yeah. just kind of handed them out to everybody out here. But, you know, we waited the thing out. At least it wasn't too bitterly cold or anything like that. But I do feel bad for people that got wet and mostly for people like yourself who yeah. decided I just can't do this. Now, there were some fans who did stick it out. I thought the crowd was great. Uh, they ended up with probably – I. I I don't. I should see the number, but I would say probably in the fifteen thousand range, maybe more. Uh, it was really packed in the lower bowl, upper level wasn't as, but as expected, you know, a game starts about ten o'clock. You can't keep your kids, et cetera, around that long. But the crowd was very enthusiastic. The supporter section was absolutely on fire, and the team played great. I mean, the team was as good as I've seen them all year. And that is a big win because. Uh, FC Cincinnati's atop the table in the Eastern Conference. You know, a, a expansion franchise from four years ago. Uh, no, 5-1 over that team. Big win. Yeah, it was a great win. You know, Roman uh, Centellano uh, is an Indiana University alum, a pretty young goaltender for Cincinnati. He's been great all year. Uh, but they just found a way to attack right away. They got the goal off a, a deflection and then a, a score from uh, the left side of the box. Then, you know, it was just on. I mean, everybody just found a way to keep the pressure on and attack. They're up three to nothing at the break. They're up five to nothing in a blink. Um, it was really a lot of fun. And, you know, they had only given up four goals all year. And you're up five to nothing on Cincinnati. Pretty special. Now, this was a motivated team, I think a team that continues to play an aggressive style, and that is admirable. I think 
what we saw yesterday is no fluke again. I think it's a very, very good soccer team that's going to be there in the end competing for the MLS Cup, which is amazing to think. But I think if they if they have the depth to last 34 games, they will be. You know, do they have the stamina? Is this young, hungry team ready for what is going to be a very long, punishing summer? It's it's hard. I mean, you got to stay healthy and you got to be able to, to withstand a full season. But so far, I mean, in eight games, you're this far and you're the top of the table in Major League Soccer. That's pretty good. Yeah. I can't believe I'm going to say this, Tom, but the Cardinals are in last place in the Central Division. I know it's way early, but how do you assess what's going on with this team so far? Starting pitching is not going far enough, and that that's one of the biggest problems, if not the biggest problem, because it has a domino effect. If you don't have your starting pitching going deep enough, your bullpen starts earlier, and then you get into a situation like you had yesterday where you have a pitcher in the 10th inning who doesn't have confidence in throwing his fastball for strikes, throwing seven consecutive sliders, and a veteran like Andrew McCutcheon hitting it out of the ballpark. So the Cardinals only had, in the 10th inning yesterday, Jordan Hicks and Henesis Cabrera available. That's because all of the pitchers who normally would pitch in that spot were unavailable. They had already, and Ryan Helsley had already pitched in the eighth and ninth innings to try to close it out, and he couldn't. And then the bullpen was just taxed. I mean, Gallegos and Thompson and et cetera, all these pitchers were unavailable. So you've run into a scenario here where your starters aren't going deep enough and your bullpen is throwing a lot. That's going to lead to problems. The offense is there. I don't have any issue with it. I think the offense is going to be really good. I think the defense will be just fine all year. But you've got to figure out a way to get this rotation going deeper into the game. There was also the frustration bubbling over yesterday that they felt like they were getting squeezed at the plate. Uh, They they weren't getting strikes called where they wanted them. And that irritated Ollie Marmel to no end. He got ejected from the game. Steven Matz blew up as well. He was able to finally settle down and throw 110 pitches which they absolutely needed. I mean, just think about that. He threw 110 pitches and didn't make it through six innings. So, you know, he did his part to try to save the bullpen, but that's the biggest issue here for the Cardinals. They're starting pitching, and moving forward today, it'll be a task for Miles Michaelis to try to get this win and make this a 2-2 series and then move on. Is that a fixable problem with the starting rotation, or is it a problem with the starting rotation? (laughs) I mean, it's fixable. They're going to have to be better. Adam Wainwright will eventually rejoin this rotation, and then there's a candidate that could go deeper into the game. That's the biggest thing. I know everybody wants a number one starter. You're not going to get one right now. I mean, if you're going to get a number one starter, it would have to be at the trade deadline, and you'll have to search for a team that is out of the race, that has probably somebody who is controlled for multiple years. That's what the Cardinals like. They're not going to go splurge on a rental. And a team that would like some of the Cardinals' farm system, and you try to swing a deal like you did twice last year at the deadline with Quintana and Montgomery. But that's a ways away. So in the meantime, you got to make do with those six starters, and then you can throw in Matthew Libertor, You've got to hope that Dakota Hudson can get himself right. You've got a rising young star in Gordon Graceffo at Memphis. So there is some depth beyond these six, but they're just going to have to be better. And, you know, aside from Jordan Montgomery, they haven't had 
great starts out of their starters just yet. I do think that the rotation is good enough to win this division. They're just off to a very, very slow start. Tom, what's uh, happening on Sports on a Sunday at 10 o'clock? We're going to have Ali Marmel. We'll discuss these topics with him at 10.15. We will hear more from the city highlights at 10.30. Doug Armstrong, I thought, had a very good press conference yesterday for the Blues, just explaining himself and the team and the disappointment. We're going to play some of that for you at 10.45 and, and what he sees for the near future for this team moving forward after they miss the playoffs for the first time in a while. At 11.15, Lutz Steel, sporting director for City. John Mosellock at 11.30, talking Cardinals. And we'll even preview the Battle Hawks at 11.45 before we take you to Cardinal Baseball at 12.20, Scott. That sounds good. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you. All right. It's three minutes before 8 o'clock. It is Total Information AM on the voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 